Star Wars 7x7 episode 1293 today. The politics of war profiteering, the nicest Star Destroyer name you've ever heard, and why Admiral Holdo's hyperspace shot was as damaging as it was, and more on today's podcast. Punch it, Chewy. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and today we're taking another deep dive into The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary by Pablo Hidalgo and DK Publishing. Thank you again, DK, for sending me this copy that I have post-it notes all over. It's rather ridiculous. Oh, goodness. So here's more of the whole war profiteering thing. This was a theme that was really stated outright in The Last Jedi. And again, as I'd said before on the podcast, it's rather rare for the folks at Lucasfilm to make such an overt political statement. But certainly they did with the idea of, you know, who gets rich? Only people who sell weapons to the First Order. Well, you get a little bit more of that with the information about the First Order fleet in The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary. They say, in the shadowy corners of uncharted space and within the hidden ledgers of scheming weapons manufacturers, the First Order has secretly has been secretly building for war. And in one of the notes in the data file sidebar for the First Order fleet, those very cool ones here, it says the Resistance counts at least 30 Star Destroyers engaged in the pursuit of its fleet. Presumably that's when they arrive in the middle of nowhere and the Supremacy shows up along with all the other Star Destroyers, right? Because I don't think we saw 30 of them over over to Car. I think they brought more into Bear after they took out that dreadnought. Not that they should have been worried at that point. I think it was just overkill, basically, is what they had in mind. And an interesting side note here, they had been changing the name of Star Destroyers. During the time of The Force Awakens, they weren't calling them Star Destroyers, even though we were calling them Star Destroyers. They were calling them Battle Cruisers. And that's one word, actually, with the C in cruiser, lowercase, Battle Cruiser. But now they have reverted to using Star Destroyer. And if you look at Wikipedia, they're actually using both. They're saying Star Destroyer and then parenting it, also known as Battle Cruiser. But it is definitely Star Destroyer here in The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary. And it's the same way in the Incredible Cross-Sections book. Now, they don't say how many or what percentage of the First Order fleet that represents those 30 Star Destroyers. They do say the Supremacy, the mega-class Star Destroyer, is the only one in existence. And they have another little fun data file thing. It says uh, that Snoke was masking its immense sensor signature by hiding it in close proximity to highly energetic stars. And so that's why nobody knew of its existence until suddenly, doink, it shows up in the pursuit of the Rattus and the rest of the fleet. But here is why Admiral Holdo's attack, aside from the fact that it just is going at super crazy high speed and slamming into Snoke's Star Destroyer, Mega Class Star Destroyer, why particularly in that space it is so damaging. And you actually have to go back to the Incredible Cross-Sections book for that. Now, the shot, of course, happens so fast in the movie that it's hard to say for sure, and we don't have really good stop-motion level access to it just yet. 
but it looks like where she impacts the ship is right around the hyperdrive generators for the ship and also possibly right around the starboard number five and number six fusion reactor complex. And if I understand what I'm looking at correctly, it looks like if she had hit it in the exact same spot on the other side of the ship, she might have hit fusion reactors for the engines on the other side, but there's no hyperdrive generator over there, it doesn't look like. It's actually a droid manufacturing plant. So yeah, pretty lucky that she managed to slice it on that side of the ship. And maybe we'll find out when the novelization comes out how many other Star Destroyers were damaged in that attack because all sorts of debris went flying at incredibly horrific speeds and we know that some Star Destroyers or Battlecruisers were damaged as a result of Holdo's attack of the Supremacy, but we don't yet know how much. And that does tie into something that Rey said in The Last Jedi when she was talking to Luke and trying to get him to come out of retirement. And she was saying that, you know, the First Order is going to have military control of the galaxy within weeks. Well, how big is their fleet? Because if they committed a whole big chunk of their fleet to the overkill of the Resistance, then a whole big chunk of their fleet got smashed by Holdo's moves. So that could certainly put a monkey wrench in the First Order's plans. Probably not enough of a monkey wrench to stop them, but certainly enough to slow them down by a couple of years, maybe? It depends on how much of that fleet was taken out by Holdo, and it depends on how quickly they're building new Star Destroyers or battlecruisers in the Unknown regions too. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And then when I come back, what I promised you at the top, which is the nicest Star Destroyer name you've ever heard. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. So do you remember Captain Kennedy from the beginning of The Last Jedi? He was the guy in charge of the siege dreadnought called the Fulminatrix. I don't know why I keep rolling with that name. The word fulminate, that root verb, means to express vehement protest. And adding the tricks on there suggests a female personage. So a female expressing vehement protest. That's what the fulminatrix ultimately rolls out to be. But it turns out that Captain Kennedy has a long history of working for the bad guys. It says... Now in his 50s, he is surrounded by First Order personnel half his age and dismayed by their youth. And he used to work for the Galactic Empire. He was actually serving aboard the Star Destroyer Solicitude. Yes, the actual name of the Star Destroyer was Solicitude. Yes, you heard me right. Solicitude, which is defined as care or concern for someone or something. One of you ever known a Star Destroyer to have a nice name? I mean, you know, I didn't talk about it in the Battlefront 2 playthrough or anything like that, but Garrick Versio's Star Destroyer in there, Aiden Versio's dad, is the Eviscerator. The Eviscerator. So can you imagine, like, in a fleet with the Avenger and the Eviscerator and the Executor and the Solicitude? Oh, I thought that was rather amazing, to say the least. All right, that is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.